Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Greetings and salutations to welcome to another Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. We are with JSL Solutions. We are a tech company that helps churches and ministries and as well as other businesses. We do mobile apps, we do streaming video, and we do church management systems, right? Is uh, that, that, that is us. That is us. And our companies that we have, streamingchurch.tv, churchapplive.com which is the mobile app, obviously, and then myflock.com. And we've redone our our administrative control panels for those three products. And uh, if you haven't tried yours yet, if you if you happen to you know want to have one of our three products or use all three of our pre- three products, I hope that you've uh, tried out our new yeah. admin panel. Yeah, it's long overdue. It's long overdue. We're, we're finally in the 2000s now. <laughs> so there you go. So anyhow, hey, if you have questions about anything tech-related, uh, we're the people to talk to. Steve and I have been doing this for a long, long time, and we've been doing a lot of church ministry for a long, long time. So sometimes we do talk about leadership stuff. We talk about volunteer. We talk about church management stuff as well as tech things. But today, Steve, we're going back on the tech train. Yes, we're going on the tech train. So we're going to talk about an alternative to Windows. An alternative to Windows. I mean, you're talking about a Mac, then, right? Yeah, that's what most people would think. Well, no, we're not talking about a Mac. We're not talking about a Mac. Yeah, so we're 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 talking about your computer, but not running Windows. Oh, okay. Well, you mean there's an alternative to Windows? There is an alternative to Windows. And what would that alternative be? The alternative is called Ubuntu. Ubuntu. So that is spelled U B U N T U. Yes. What is it? So what is Ubuntu? Ubuntu is another operating system, much like you know uh, Windows 7 or Windows 8 or the Mac operating system, that is available as uh, for free as an open source alternative operating system. Ooh, now you've just perked my ears. Free, yes. and then it's also what you like is an open source operating system now now open source systems out there i mean i know there's LibreOffice, there's open yeah there's, there's yeah that different software that's called open source right and there's a misconception around this i mean typically people say oh it's open source and it's free then that must mean it's not worth anything uh, if i want something serious but that's not the case if you're um, in the developer world you'll recognize that open source is what operating systems is what drives the internet the majority of all the powerhouse websites are running on open source software and there's also a live encoder since we do streaming video there's a live encoder called open uh, broadcaster yes open broadcaster yeah so if you haven't tried that out check it out it's a live encoder good alternative to flash media live encoder all right so but back off we're, we're, I'm getting, uh, yeah, getting off on a rabbit trail. Yeah, we're getting maybe but, ahead of ourselves. But I but did want to explain to people what an open source was. Right. So Ubuntu, U-N-B-U-N-T-U, people can Google it. It's it's an operating system that you can load on your PC. Yes, on your PC. And uh, the reason I bring this up, I mean, we're going through this right now. Um, yeah. I know there's people out there that are... 
that begin to curse their machine. Uh, I know more than one, more than once we've gotten to the point on computers around the house with between the kids or whatever, where the the computers become unusable because it's right. got viruses or you don't know what it is, right. and you got to go all the way back to install another operating system. Or, or reinstall Windows or is what people think. Or reformat it or something. Yeah, and so then you got to go find the silly installed disks if you still have them, and then Which fight with Microsoft when the license keys don't work. And right. oh, it's just. All right, so you're saying there's an alternative to Windows. Yeah, so. And, uh, and I'm playing dumb here, but I actually, you installed it on one of my computers, and I really do like it. And in fact, we're actually installing one on my son's computer right now. It's, it's Ubuntu software. But I'm, I'm playing kind of dumb here, but, but it is a good alternative. So tell us a little bit about, uh, well, let's just, just jump into it, Steve, here. What, why is this such a good alternative to Windows or even to, even to an, uh, a Mac operating system? So, well, um, Ubuntu has actually been around for a long time. Most people aren't aware of it, and when they hear they hear about it, they kind of dismiss it because they haven't heard about it. Right. But it depends on what circles you run in, and as I mentioned earlier in the developer community, this is a very popular operating system. Um, so one of the I mean, key advantages of running Ubuntu, other than it being free, is it's going to be a much more reliable operating system. Hmm. Um, it is consistently supported and updated. You'll get regular updates. Right. Um, it's actually, in my opinion, very easy to use, and maybe we'll get into this a little bit, uh, some hmm. more, but it's it's much like, it's very much like the Mac. It's most like the Mac operating system, and if you're a Windows user, if you've used Windows 7, Windows 7 borrowed heavily from the Mac environment when they okay. went to the taskbar that had your, you can right. load apps in the taskbar, which is the equivalent of loading apps on the dock in the Mac. I, I, li- I still like Windows 7 better than Windows 8. Yes, Windows 8 was kind of a, yeah. well, as everybody knows, every other version of Windows you want to avoid. And so, which kind of gets into this, you know, why do it, does everyone put up with this Windows thing when you really don't have to? Well, it's kind of like, uh, not to get off on another rabbit trail, but it's kind of like Internet Explorer. You know, I mean, what a mess Internet Explorer has turned out to be, and they're going to discontinue it and try something else. Yes, that but is people, true. Many people still tolerate it. Right. So the, the interface with Ubuntu, as I mentioned, is a lot like the Mac. Um, I found, so I've been using Ubuntu for several years, and it had some things that were a part of it that were a little different in the beginning, and then as time went by, I recognized that other operating systems started to incorporate them. So, for example, um, if you're running on the Mac operating system or you have an iPhone or you have an Android phone, you're familiar with app stores. And so the Mac incorporated app stores into their operating system where you can install free or purchase apps. I don't know if Windows has an equivalent or not. Uh, I think Windows 8 is trying, it has something like that. Yeah. So, well, the idea of an app store was alive and vibrant and well with Ubuntu four or five years ago. Okay. So, um, so that, and then as, as other things have evolved or been released within Ubuntu, it's interesting how I see, particularly the Mac OS, comes out with that same feature. 
So, or they mimic exactly how Ubuntu does it on the Mac OS. Okay. So the Ubuntu guys have kind of been a leader in the user interface world, in my opinion. Okay. So you say it's very reliable, and I've actually been using it for a while, too, on one of my computers, and I would concur. Uh, it's free. We'll tell people towards the end here how to get it. Uh, it is supported and updated. It's relatively easy to use, and I would, I would concur with that. Uh, and there's also software programs... The only issue I've had with mine is there are a few things that I have to have that I can't download on Ubuntu. Yeah, and that's so. typically when you when people say I have to have this, it means right. I've gotten really used to this particular program. And that's and so it's, and I, I want this. I want I I, yes, I want this thing with this icon because there's thousands and thousands of apps available for the on the Ubuntu platform. Okay, and there's pretty much. Anything that you, anything you use ninety percent of the time is pre-installed. So, okay. uh, if you unless if you're using Internet Explorer, it's gonna you're gonna be using um, Firefox or Chrome or a Chromium browser on um, within. So there are no Microsoft products within the Ubuntu environment, but there are products that are as good or better than the Microsoft products okay. available. Fair enough, and Fair most enough. of them for free. Okay, fair enough. All right. So you've got browsers you can use, uh, apps you can use, doesn't run Microsoft Office products, but then again, there are some of us that would say, who cares? Well, and one of the things is there. what's pre-installed is there's an Office suite on it, and so it can open and save all your Office files. Okay. So if you need to share a file with somebody that has Microsoft Office or you receive a file... It will open and read and write, and okay. you can manipulate all of your Excel, PowerPoint, Word. Okay. Well, Libre um, does that too, right? Libre. Well, that's LibreOffice is the right. suite that's pre-installed. Okay. And then you got Google Docs that you can use on any. And within any browser, which and I the, like a lot. Right, you know. and there's email programs. Um, there's just just pretty much anything you can think of that you use a lot is going to be available on Ubuntu. Either that particular, that exact item, um, you know, like the Chrome browser, or there's going to be a good alternative in there as well. Okay. So, like, uh, we have customers that do streaming video with us and they use Flash Media Live Encoder. That would be one software that they couldn't use if they were going to stream using the Ubuntu. Right. Okay. But there's an alternative in the open broadcast open broadcast. The OBS software it's available. Yeah. Alright, good. Alright, fair enough on that. Uh, so, your point here, your your case in point for Ubuntu is that uh, you can do anything with it like that you could with with Windows, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Short okay. of having to deal with virus and malware problems and operating well, system crashes. Well, let's talk a little uh, bit about that. So, are you saying to me that, that it's impossible to get a virus if you're using this? It is, I would say, nearly impossible. I, I've okay. never heard of a virus. For and part of the you know, the advantage right now is that this is such a small user base that the virus guys are not interested in spending a bunch of time writing a virus okay. that's going to... So uh, I've never heard of a virus 
uh, in this environment. Because I used to hear about that, well, if you have a Mac, you won't get a virus. But that's not necessarily true with Mac software it's, anymore, is it? Well, I um, I don't run virus software on my Mac, and I've uh, never – I have installed it before to run checks on it, but I've never had any risk of – and now it depends on who you are and what you're doing and you right. know what site you're visiting and what's going what you're installing um, and so but you are uh, what ninety percent less chance of getting a virus on a Mac than you would on Windows so and then and well I would yeah there's no doubt about that and then so again we're talking about Ubuntu and it's spelled U B U N T U for people wondering what the heck we're talking yeah. about here so so linux is is it is i i hear the word linux or the name linux associated with this how, yeah. how are they connected so linux is an operating system an open source operating system okay uh, and so it, it's running off of a, a linux core which all of as i mentioned earlier the web servers that are out in the world run on linux servers running apache right so there's Interesting side note, you know how Apache got its name? I don't know. Enlighten me. <laughs> so, the guys that wrote Apache were putting together a web server that would host up you know, websites, and they, um, they, they recognized that it was not all that it could be, and, it was, and they would continually patch it and fix bugs, okay. and so it became Apache... Um, <laughs> web server, okay. so which they just converted over to spelling like the uh, Native Americans, but nice. it's it was the one that's and and so it drives as I mentioned it's it's free it's open source, but it's very very reliable because it's got an open source community behind it, uh, ensuring that it is secure and reliable and that sort of thing. Okay. All right, awesome. Okay, so. Um, so um, Linux is the operating system that's powering several of our most of the web servers out there. Right. And it's kind of the it's a Linux operating system behind Ubuntu. Okay. All right. So uh, Ubuntu is it? Uh, I mean, is it going to work then on anybody's computer? It just about anybody's computer. Um, there's uh, you typically you go to ubuntu.com and and you can either create a CD or just download the software onto your computer. Okay. So uh, a lot of people that I've talked to say, oh, well, I've got this particular computer and I'm going to have to go find a bunch of drivers and, and, you know, all the stuff you have to deal with in Windows when you load, when you buy a new video card or a sound card or whatever. And my experience has been, I've just, I've been amazed and I've installed Ubuntu on I don't know, probably a dozen computers, and I have friends that have installed it. I've just been amazed on how well it works. I mean, it's it has all the drivers that will, you know, take care of your hardware, and um, if not, it's got some generic drivers that work really well. So uh, it typically, you're going to find that, I have found, it's going to run on just about anything. So... So let's talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts in doing it. So, uh, or unless you want to, do you want to bring up anything else before we go to that? No, because and I, I'm and, sure there's people wondering. Okay, how do uh, I do this? Yeah, and well, one of the nice things about it is you can go and install it and try it. Okay. So if you go to Ubuntu.com, 
they'll give you the option of trying Ubuntu. And what that does is it'll boot your computer into Ubuntu. Okay. And you can poke around and kind of... I found it's very easy to navigate things like adjusting settings or in a settings area. And uh, your, it'll launch... You know, you'll have your browser icons available right there. And everybody knows how to use a browser. Uh, it's just... And it's just... So it's pretty much intuitive. It's very intuitive. And it's just like Windows or, or the Mac. It's just a set of windows and icons and... Right. You drag and drop to copy things. You right-click on things. You know that sort of thing. So that's well, okay. So uh, so they can test drive it. They can yes. download it and test drive it for a while. Uh-huh. Okay. And so if you if you like it or if you want to get it, can you still keep Windows on your computer? You can. So what you can do is what they've, they've set it up if you want to keep Windows on your machine. And this is what I did initially on most of the machines. It was I would install Ubuntu and it would be in a different partition on your hard drive. And so that once you install it and you boot your computer, it's going to ask, do you want to start Windows or do you want to start okay. Ubuntu? Right. And if you want, you know, continue on in Windows and you just launch Windows and you get frustrated with the thing not working, then you restart and say, I'll run in Ubuntu. So and you have a choice. Yeah, and from the Ubuntu side, you have access to all your Windows files as well. Oh, okay. So it's kind of kind of nice if you want to, you know. So you can run both, but you probably need enough memory. You, you need, enough need enough hard drive space to, to run Ubuntu. It has okay. a pretty small footprint, so it doesn't take a lot of room okay. to run it. And when you install it, if you want to do the... Um, dual boot thing, it'll ask you how much space do you want to give to Windows versus the Ubuntu side. Okay. So you could you could you could have your cake and eat it too. You could have both. You can have both. And and then you could try it and then after you get so sick of it uh, you can, Windows I should say. Well or Ubuntu and then you can remove Ubuntu. Yeah, but what, what the the life cycle I've gone through we've got actually three computers that we're using here. Um, they were all set up to dual boot and after six months, nine months, a year or two, um, it, the, the space on the hard drive was more valuable than Windows, so I went right. and just removed the Windows partition because we weren't using it right. and set it up for all 100% Ubuntu. All right. So what's the process? How do you do this? What, where do you go? You go to Ubuntu, uh, you go to ubuntu.com? Yes, if you go to ubuntu.com. And, you know, a lot of people, we're, we're talking to churches here as well. Right. Um, if you're the IT guy for your church, you probably are already aware of it. Um, they do have a business enterprise installation as well. But you could, you know, get some of your people or you try it out yourself and mm-hmm. see if it's going to work for you. Um, and and if it looks like it's going to work for you, you can in, you could set up your entire all of the church computers with Ubuntu. Okay. And if you have people that still want to run Windows, there's a way to set it, or not Windows, but uh, Microsoft Office products. Okay. That's typically the key clincher is people are used to right. whatever version of Word that they've been using, and yeah. and they load you know the the new you know Word Ubuntu Word version, and it's slightly different. Right. So, I uh, very frustrating, especially I don't know if, if a lot of churches experience this, but I have, and that is if you have multiple volunteers or or even people that maybe work part-time and, and they have different versions of, of some kind of office product 
and then when you're working on it and sharing documents, it sometimes can be a little annoying and a little bit of a problem sometimes. Not too bad, but a little yeah. bit of a problem. So my only issue is is like my church uses Publisher for the bulletin, and that's what my volunteer. I have two volunteers that use it, so to get them off it, and they have different versions of it too, by the way. Right. To get them off it is like it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. And I know we could do it our program. Some of the yeah. Microsoft stuff is very addictive. Yeah. Well, you're used. To, you know, it's it's habit. You know, people are used to using something. But I, I know there's other software like LibreOffice that we could probably do our program with. But for some reason, we are you know stuck in Publisher. And Publisher's what do they call it? Propri- proprietary or something? Yeah, you know, all of the Microsoft that. products are proprietary. Yeah. So <laughs> they only run on the Microsoft operating system. So they're very right. Microsoft is not interested in adhering to like open standards and right. things like that. So yeah, the only issue is I can't take a Publisher document and run. And I don't think I can use LibreOffice. I don't think it'll open. So, uh, so that's my issue there. But okay, so anyhow, all right. So people can go there to Ubuntu dot com, and and they can they can choose a version that they want. They yeah, there's they're going to want to go and there's right there. Ubuntu runs on servers as well as desktops. So when you get to Ubuntu dot com, okay. you want to click the desktop version okay and then you hit the download or the try me and it will install and well you can even set it up so it doesn't install but it just runs on your computer as a yeah as you can test it out right so you can download let's say you decide okay i'm going to download it you can choose to partition right you know so it's pretty simple to do that right just download it yeah, and it'll ask you, it'll say, oh, I see you have a version of Windows on here. Right. Kind of the steps you see when you go through and install Windows for the right. first time. Yeah. But it'll say, yeah, see you've got a version of Windows, do you want to keep it? And you say yeah. yes, and it'll yeah. give you a thing saying, oh, you've got a 100 gig hard drive, and how much space do you want to give to Windows versus Ubuntu? And okay. it'll give a little slider and you say, ah, I want this much. Okay. And then it'll go through the normal installation things like, you know, where in the... Which country do you live in? What time is it there? What right. state? You know, what part of the yeah. world are you? Yeah, it'll take a few minutes to to install. Okay, so it installs. Once it installs, then you're good to go. You're right. good to go. It's going to connect to your wireless. It's going to connect to your printers. Okay. Um, I, pretty much any uh, obstacle that some you know people present. Um, has not been has not foiled the uh, Ubuntu guys. So okay. you may run into some roadblocks, but um, you know it's not a panacea and perfect. But right. I've just I deal with so many people that are you know you got this computer that's running really slow and is is getting ready to die. Um, two guys at church came in and s- said, oh, "My computer's dead. I got a reinst- you know I got a virus that I can't get rid of, and so I got to reinstall Windows." And then another guy comes in. Hard drive's corrupted, and I can't get Windows going. And they just—it's like I don't know, like Pavlov's dog or something. It's like I gotta reinstall Windows. And, and your so point is, you don't my have point to is, do you that. don't have to reinstall Windows, and you don't have to put up with all the. I mean, my life has gotten so much simpler, hmm. having four kids and a wife, and I'm kind of the computer guy, and just you know, you get rid of viruses and malware and problems like that and your life gets much simpler hmm. okay so you're all for it 
So again, this is free. It, this is an operating system that will download on your PC. It is free. It's open source. It uh, has a lot of, you know, and I, you know, full disclosure, I've been using it now for a few months. You talked me into it. And, uh, I was reluctant at first. <laughs> I twisted your arm, yeah. I was reluctant at first, and actually uh, I was getting on the bandwagon, and, and one of our computers, one of my laptops, here, the, the hard drive just died, and so you happen to have a hard drive that you had used years ago, smaller, but we plugged it into the laptop. Yeah, but we didn't have a copy of Windows. We didn't have Windows. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? So we just went ahead and said, okay, we'll just go with Ubuntu, and, and I've been using it here on this computer ever since. And uh, it's quick. It's very fast. I have had the thing freeze up a few times, but I don't – I'm not sure it's it's the operating system. It may be the uh, yeah, yeah, it's not infallible. I have – my wife's computer, as I mentioned, had – frozen up for the first time I had ever seen and, and she's been running it for about 18 months and yeah. as opposed to you can't get 18 days without a Windows computer locking up. Yeah, okay. Well and then I don't know a lot of times I don't I don't shut mine down all the time you know I don't reboot it I don't always restart sometimes you should do that I think on a regular basis yeah. alright awesome okay so uh, 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 I always have a hard time saying this. I don't <laughs> I know what the background is but it's Ubuntu Ubuntu, it means it's kind of like it's uh, the whole thing is was started by a guy that um, has a company out of the UK, but it's a South African term or an African yeah, term that, makes that means um, humankind. Okay. So it's kind of the, they're they're really big proponents of the open software movement where they right. they feel that people should collaborate to make software better. Well, I think they're right. So. Uh, if you have questions about this, you can always send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Uh, by the way, check us out, Church Solutions Podcast, which is what you're listening to, is on iTunes. So you can subscribe to it. You can go to newmediaministries.tv. Uh, we usually have it on, on that platform. Uh, where else do we have it? Oh, we, we generally will do the audio version of this, which is really all it is, on YouTube. So if you want to go to YouTube.com, you want to search for StreamingChurch.tv. That's our new YouTube channel. We have an older YouTube channel that has stuff on it at all. That's under my name, Phil Thompson Live. But uh, some of the newer stuff is on uh, StreamingChurch.tv YouTube channel. So find us on that, and we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get some feedback. Do we have any Ubuntu users listening to us right now? We'd love to get some feedback from you. Uh, Tell us what you think. Uh, Give it a try. And if you have any questions, Steve Lacey's the guy to talk to, mm-hmm. uh, and he's not a sales rep, so I make no commission off. Makes of no that. commission off this because it's a free product. So that sounds yeah. good. All right. Well, that was good. That was very enlightening. It's always nice to hear about some software alternatives, especially operating systems, and especially something that's not bogged down and riddled with malware and bugs and all that kind of stuff. So that's good to hear. So uh, something to think about. Uh, but it might involve some change on yes, your Yes, it does involve some change. Most people have a hard time getting yeah. past that point. They do have a hard time with change, but change is good, usually. <laughs> so do that as well. All right, folks, well, we're out of here. Hey, if you have a subject you would like us to talk about on the Church Solutions Podcast, you could certainly let us know. Again, the emails to support at streamingchurch.tv. We'd love to hear from you. So I'm Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And we will catch you next time for another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Have a great day.